Welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another. Hi, ladies. I just wanted to give a little bit of a side note here. We are still a new podcast. We are still figuring out audio and how to use specific things to help our audio. So some things just might not sound right. And please forgive us. And we hope that you still stay and listen to the episode. So we hope you enjoy. So welcome back, ladies, to the Beautiful and Sacred Part 3. So today we have a fun interview with Jordan. Thank you so much for joining us, Jordan. Hi, ladies. It's so good to be here. Well, we're so glad you're here. But before we jump in, we want to extend a special welcome to our new listeners. We're just so, so grateful for you that you have hit listen on this podcast. And um, if you want to learn more about our membership community, we encourage you to check that out and see if that's a good fit for you so you can get connected with us and other ladies We actually created this podcast for our membership communities, so um, we are so thankful for you, but we hope to connect with you in there if that's something that would be a blessing to you. So a special welcome to our friends in Ethiopia and Belgium listening in. We are just grateful for you that you have joined us and you are listening to this podcast. So we want to talk about before we get into the interview, our motherhood bundle. So we have some brand new store items and goodies to disciple you in this season of raising young children and equipping you to make the Lord a priority as you spend time in the word of God and faithfully sit at the feet of Jesus. So I'm going to start with asking Jordan some fun questions. So she's going to kind of be in the hot seat today. And if there's any questions that you think of Jordan afterwards that you want to ask me, feel free. So can you walk us through what a typical day looks like for you? Okay, yes. So a typical day, I prefer to get up at 630 because we are also currently trying to get our two-year-old to start sleeping through the night. And so we get up around that time. Then I make my coffee. I get the kids up and ready for school. And once I finally get home, it'll be around eight o'clock. I try to do my Bible study around that time. Of course, we've seen in our reels that I do have some distractions sometimes, and that just comes with motherhood. I usually have a few kids here at a time, and that's just totally normal for me. So I get my Bible study done. Um... There's always snacks being passed around. There's forever snacks going. I clean a lot. (laughs) I play a lot of music. I let the kids just kind of have like a free play throughout the day. And I have been setting specific times for them to clean up. So that way it's easier on my children and myself. So that way we don't have this big, large pile of toys that just get dumped and left there makes it so much easier. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's important too. They can learn to clean up. Um, I cook lunch right after I pick my daughter up from preschool. So I get her at 11 and then I pick, then I get lunch started and 
yeah, that's pretty much from my morning until lunch. Then it's a lot of just play, more play for the kids, sometimes TV time if they come up and ask. I usually don't have a problem with that because I usually keep a hold on what they watch. Um, we do a lot of Bluey, Muppet Babies, um, yeah, Puppy Dog Pals, stuff that is very just appropriate for their ages. I try not to let them have too much YouTube time because you can fall down a rabbit hole with YouTube with what they watch. And I want to keep their eyes on better things than accidentally leading them down into some really strange videos. And after that, I just continue to clean. Um, there's usually a lot of laundry. And I start dinner. I usually try to get dinner done by 5 or 5.30. So that way, bath time is smoother. The routine for bedtime is smoother. And it's just all about trying to really keep my routine simple. And yeah, that's what my normal day is like when I'm not working. How do you keep the joy, right? Because your day is so full and you're navigating caring for young children. And so... Yeah, how do you keep your joy rooted in Christ? So for finding my joy and keeping my joy rooted in Christ, I try my best to make sure that I stay consistent with reading my Bible, reading my She Works His Way book. Um, there is a lot of music that I like to play throughout the day. There's different playlists that are Christ-centered that I like to listen to. And also, I just have some really encouraging friends also that help me when I know that I can just be in like a really odd place spiritually if I need advice, if I need prayer. Also, there's just some really good books that I like to keep myself rooted in. And also, there is a couple content creators that I also follow on social media that I will occasionally look and watch their videos or their clips, whatever they're called now. I like to watch those occasionally. And it's very uplifting to see other people like in the same position that I am that sometimes struggle with certain things and just being able to see that I'm not alone and see what their routines are and how they also keep rooted in Christ with their joy. And it's just so refreshing to see. Yeah, I think that's really good. And I think we do have to be careful, like, right, there's good things on social media we can, you know, glean from and learn from what other women are sharing um, when they're studying scripture, but we can't allow that to replace our own time with the Lord. And yeah, I think you do a good job of this. Thank you. It's, it can get very challenging and it's amazing the type of people and influencers, content creators that God has brought forth to share his word within these apps. Also, I think it's amazing because that can bring so much more of a positive influence on people than what a lot of these apps already hold. So one of my favorite creators that I usually do look up her videos like I follow her a lot on different platforms but she's just very encouraging she's a mom of four she likes to share her daily tips and tricks any outfits and a lot of 
spiritual talk. She loves to talk about Jesus, her love for Jesus, and she's a pastor's wife. Um, if you follow her anywhere or if you'd like to, her name is Cecily Bachman. And honestly, I just find her amazing. And she's so sweet to talk to. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think you told me about her too. Yeah. I think I need to look at her account for sure. But I think too, we have to kind of prioritize and be mindful of the time we're spending on social media, right? Because it can become, it can easily become a distraction um, for us as moms. And soon we've spent an hour on there. We've taken away time that we could have had with our kids. And so I think just setting up boundaries are really important. Um, This is what I personally try to do. And so I, you know, when I'm homeschooling Ben or I'm with Ben, I typically won't be on my phone unless there's something encouraging I want to share or, you know, something like that. I I really do try to protect um, my time with him and set up good boundaries. Absolutely. This is one thing that I have really been setting for myself is boundaries for social media, for my phone, because it easily can become an idol and addiction in our lives. So one thing that I did do to help myself set up for success was I got the Redeeming Your Phone Time devotional from Daily Grace, and it had you go in and write out all of the specific apps that you've been using a lot, how much time you were on your phone for that day. And then it asked you also to write out each time per app that you were on because it'll tell you within your settings for that. And it was just mind blowing to see. So that really opened my eyes and helped me become better about being on my phone and when not to be on my phone. So that way I can be more intentional to my work and to my children and just even better all around as a person. So that way I am not sitting here constantly wanting to just sit on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook and possibly not be able to spend that time with my kids. Yeah, I think that's so good. And I think we talked a little bit about when Bible study happens for you. And of course, there are interruptions. Um, What does this look like? So maybe we can um, switch the question a little bit because we talked about this in one of our other episodes. So like, what does studying scripture on the weekends look like for you? Um, Is your husband able to give you this time or... Is he resting himself from, you know, because men need rest too, you know, they work full time, um, they work hard, and I think it's too, it's important to give them the rest they need, and so what does this look like for you on the weekends? So weekends can flip-flop depending on who gets to sleep in or who doesn't, because we both try to be mindful of each other, and it can get really hard because both of us work really hard throughout the week with what we do already. But the weekends that I get to sleep in, I will do it later on that day or that night and I'll do my study and I will also try to catch up on the sermon from the previous week from my friend's church because I also like to watch their online service. But the weekends that I get up before my husband, I will make my coffee. I'll turn on cartoons for the girls so that way we can sit out in the living room. I like to make some cinnamon rolls for them. and. My oldest usually just stays upstairs and watches his own TV because it's easier and more quiet for him. But it's it's good. We all just sit out there while I do my study and spend time together. 
Well, you may not know, but Jordan has her little girl with her, and when she said cinnamon rolls, she just looked up at her like, are we getting cinnamon rolls? <laughs> you talked a little bit about how you manage your work schedule here at Redefine Sisters. Is there anything you want to add to encourage women who maybe the Lord has called them to work from home as well while they're caring for their kiddos? So um, any word of encouragement for other women in that season? Absolutely. That has been a really big thing in my life was learning how to manage my schedule with babysitting two extra children, sometimes three if it's needed, my own two small kids that are home most of the day already. And then I have a 10-year-old son on top of that that will get home later in the afternoon. So learning how to manage content creating, editing a podcast and everything else that goes with the women's ministry and raising and watching children and managing my own home in general. It's a lot and it can get very stressful, but getting a planner, highlighting different days, scheduling certain things for very specific days can help out so much. I also just started going to the gym recently and I try, my goal is to do it most of the days of the week. And right now I'm only at two days because I get small kids early in the morning usually, so I can't go right after drop off. So learning how to just manage that schedule and then I get kids. And once I get the kids, I get them settled and I try to get at least a half hour to 45 minutes of content creating done. And if I have to go live that day, I've learned to just start scheduling it for a little bit later in the day for when the kids are off playing or for when my husband is home. So that way I have that time to be able to prepare and make sure everything is actually set instead of just stress. I have specific days also to where I edit this podcast. So I will get the podcast recording and then I will edit it on certain days and both of us check it over. And then I end up posting it the night before. So that way it's up, it's ready to go and we are all set for the next day. But I highly suggest getting a planner so that way you can write everything out and also getting a notebook to just put all your thoughts down of like what you need to do the next week or the next two weeks. And I call it a brain dump. But if you do that, it will help you so much just to be able to see visually everything on the paper and then organize it into different categories. So home, kids, school, work, just finding a good balance and really leaning into Christ on this because he will show you what is most important because our ministry, our home ministry is one of the most important and it's good to be able to have a good balance through all of that while working. I think that's good. Yeah. I, yeah, it's something I had to learn, um, as I transitioned because, um, for most of my adult life, I have served on staff, um, at local churches. And so this is a new season for me. And so I found that having a planner is way more <laughs> crucial right now in this season with um, being at home and working from home. And so I think that's such an important tip for our ladies as well. Um, so when do you find time to grab coffee with your girlfriends? 
I have been finding the time to be able to go out with my friends or coffee or lunch or whatever that we end up planning when my husband has a few days stretch of work off. So that really helps to where like we can spend our time together, time with the kids, and he also gets like his time. And then I'm able to also have my time. So it really compensates us both. And it has honestly been wonderful. Um, My friend Ashley, who's also in our ministry group, we went thrifting. It was last month or the month before that and grabbed lunch at an awesome Vietnamese place. It tasted delicious. And we just went to go see my favorite band in concert because they came to town and my husband was gracious enough to watch the kids because I spontaneously bought the tickets because I was so excited. And I didn't really think about, oh, it's a school night. We're probably not going to have a sitter. So my husband was amazing. And he's like, just go with your friend. Go see your favorite band. It's going to be awesome. And oh, my goodness, it was exactly what I needed. It filled my cup up so much. And I'm very grateful for it. Ashley's amazing. She is such a good friend. And it's great. My husband is very gracious when I am now recognizing and telling him like, hey, I would really like this time. And he's very good about being vocal to me like, hey, I want to go skateboard with Adam or I'm going to go do this or hey, this person and I and the kids are going to go skateboard at this skate park or we're going to go to Michigan for like a skateboarding thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. Sounds great. And it's been very good. Communication is key and it's very hard to get to that point. But when you do, it is so worth it. Yeah, that's very helpful. Yeah. I think this Friday I'm getting together with Whitney actually and one of our other friends, we're going to do our Galentine's celebration on Friday. So yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. And it really fills your cup when you, when you're able to do that. Yeah. And I do think it's important to give our husbands that time too, because it can be hard working full time, um, just pouring yourself out so much. And so if they don't have an avenue for rest and refreshment, um, honestly, it wouldn't be good for your marriage. And so I think there's kind of helping one another and serving one another and giving each other that time. Yeah, my husband and I have been reading a book from Brian Sumner. I finished it and my husband is currently going through it. And it really brings forth like what to do to have a biblical marriage and what biblical marriage in the Bible is and how we should view it and how we should pursue it. And it is just amazing at what you can do to help your marriage just by having good communication with your spouse, because that's a really hard thing. And it's just beautiful when you get to that point to be able to do it. Yeah, I love that. Um, And so we, at the end of this episode, um, we'll have a guide that you can download. Uh, We want to list some of our recommended resources for you. So depending on your viewpoint, um, even exile may be a good, uh, resource for you to purchase. It's by Rebecca Merkel. And when good kids make bad choices, this is by Elise Fitzpatrick, Missional Motherhood. Um, This is by Gloria Furman and as well as Treasuring Christ When Your Hands Are Full. So that's the short devotionals that I read in our intro podcast. I love the Well-Watered Woman book by Gretchen Soffels. Am I saying her right? 
Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for joining the conversation. We hope this interview was encouraging for you and um, it will produce fruit in your motherhood. So we will talk soon. Bye. Bye, ladies. Thank you for listening. To continue the conversation with us, join our free membership community at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Redefined Sisters, or you can email us at redefinedsisters at gmail.com. We cannot wait to connect with you.